Hey guys, this is it. The first episode of season three is finally here. I never thought or even anticipated for it to take 10 months for us to get here. I was reflecting and looking back on the last episodes that we did and I seen that our last season two drop was in November and then we had some drops in I believe March as far as bonus episodes since we had some changes along the way but I'm super excited that we are finally here and that this podcast is continuing instead of just ending at season two. I've been trying to figure things out, but I do apologize for this drop being late. If you listen to the trailer, then you know that I was planning on launching season two this past Monday. It was a holiday and my husband actually took the day off. We just celebrated our baby girl this past weekend. Our family threw us a baby shower and it was just super amazing to have our friends and family there to celebrate such a milestone in our lives and to be just showered with tons of love and honestly just spoiled by my sisters. They went above and beyond to make sure that I enjoyed the baby shower and that I felt loved and special and just truly blessed, which they accomplished that. They paid attention to every little detail down to which flowers were in the arrangements and the cookies, the fruit. They know I'm super picky and um, I told them I was probably like Momzilla. I'm someone who's super simple and um, pretty easygoing, but it went when it comes to certain things, I overthink it or I just am very particular about certain things. And um, I probably wasn't the easiest to deal with because I had a lot going on this summer. Figuring out baby shower details was kind of the least of my worries because that stuff isn't exciting to me as far as details and decorating and stuff like that. That's totally my sister's cup of tea so that's why they were in charge and um, I'm just super grateful I seen all the hard work that they put into making sure it was possible from cleaning up before the baby shower and making sure that it was just ready to go and everything in between and to after making sure that we cleaned up my cousin's house who allowed us to host there so above all else it was everything that I expected and more and I, my husband and I were just so pleased with the outcome everybody seemed to just mix well between friends and family and just enjoy their time it flew by way too fast and now I know why people hire like party planners and stuff like that because they just keep everything on track and make sure um, things go smoothly. I'm also very appreciative of uh, our friend Diane who just really stepped up to the plate and helped with a few things that I just uh, wasn't prepared for. So shout out to Diane and all my friends who showed up. You know who you are. You really made my day super special and um I'm still on cloud nine. The gifts are still in the bags. We went through them, but haven't put it away because it's just a lot. We really 
we're super blessed with everything that we received and we got so much more than what we expected. So once again, I apologize for dropping this episode later than I promised, but it has just been a super eventful, exciting past few days and we definitely had to recuperate and unwind and just soak it all in. So here I am today. As I mentioned, season two did end in November of 2020. And as I reflect back on that, I made a few changes and I had a pivot. But as I look back, it brought me to where I am today, which is a mommy to be. Rewinding back to October of 2020, actually, um, I was working at a group home, which was very demanding yet fulfilling for me. In that time, the group of girls that were at the group home when I started working there started to leave for one reason or another. So in my head, it was just the perfect time for me to find another agency to work for because almost all of my girls were gone and seeing staff come and go as much as the girls said they didn't care, it definitely affected them because obviously staff coming in became a part of their daily routines and then having those individuals no longer be there definitely um, had an effect after they left. And I see that far too many times. So I didn't want to be another staff member who just came and then was there just for a few months and quit because I didn't like my job. That wasn't the case. I really enjoyed what I was doing. It was just a very draining time. Um, I was having those thoughts of finding another place to work for because I didn't really agree with some of the things the agency was doing. But as I was having those thoughts, an opportunity came up that was a no-brainer. So my husband and I agreed that it was an opportunity for me to not pass up. But as a side note, as I was there, things were getting rough at my job as well. Working at a group home through a pandemic was no joke. There were so many restrictions and the kids were definitely restless. And as I got closer to my last days, one of the girls actually had a major crisis and tried to drag me in the street along with being assaulted with other staff members. And despite even dealing with situations like that. I still miss the kids every day because the good days were the days that really had an impact on me. I still have some of their art hanging in my house and some letters from them that I hold close to my heart. Unfortunately, the job opportunity that I left the group home for didn't go as expected due to the pandemic. So I took a spin down the road of caregiving. I've been there before because I've nannied multiple times But this time it was a little different. Some days have felt as challenging as being at the group home, but it also turned out to be a blessing in disguise because a few short months later, I found out that I was expecting and I was able to have the flexibility that I needed to navigate through about three months of some super harsh morning sickness. When I first found out I was pregnant, So many things rushed through my head. Some were silly expectations and others were a little bit more reasonable concerns. One thing I've always told my husband since we were even dating is that 
I promised myself I wouldn't have a baby until I had my BA. That was just something in my head that I always told myself. I don't know why or nobody ever told me I needed to have a degree before I had a baby, but that was just an expectation that I set for myself, some type of goal. And I stopped going to school in 2018, and my husband recently asked me why I stopped going to school. The truth is, I was actually afraid to fail statistics for the third time. I withdrew from one of the courses because it was just too challenging, and then the second time around, I got a D. I really didn't feel ready to take the class again, and I was using the excuse that I didn't have the time or the budget to go to school. But once I found out I was pregnant, that desire to go to school grew like crazy. I started actually praying about it, and I ended up sharing the desire with one of our close family friends, and she told me that she would actually pay whatever cost I couldn't cover because she really wanted me to go back to school and further my education. So talk about God's favor and a clear answer. There wasn't any question. I didn't have an excuse anymore about it not being in the budget. It was just a matter of me enrolling for the courses. And I did have the time to go to school because my work schedule allowed flexibility. Excited to go back to school, yet a bit scared and unsure of myself. I ended up signing up for two summer courses in June. I obviously knew it was going to be challenging to take two eight-week courses at once, but I was up for the challenge. I felt crazy doing that with one of the eight-week courses just being stats alone. It took a lot of hard work and discipline to be able to pass both classes, and I was pretty determined to pass stats with an A and I was able to do that and it just felt super good. I felt so accomplished to get that A because like I said, I was so scared to go back to school and that fear robbed me of three years of getting my coursework done. Once I finally made it a priority to go to school, I wasn't playing around. I wanted to make it worth the weight of skipping out on class for three years. And since I finally completed stats, I found out that I'm now eligible for an AA in psychology, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but it feels so much sweeter to have earned it because I earned it while being pregnant and I know all the hard work I put into passing that class. So I should have my third AA soon, whatever that means, but putting myself doubt aside and deciding to utilize the flexibility that I currently have to go back to school put me in the position to finally be able to transfer to a Cal State. And I've been on this educational journey since 2012. It's been on and off for the last nine years. And I'm finally taking the last course that I need to be one step closer to my BA. And that feels super good to say. So I'm currently taking that last class and I'm due in the midst of the semester. So we'll see how that goes. But I know I can pull it off because of my support system and my husband is on board with the plan as well. I'm hoping to be able to work ahead as I get closer to my due date. So I'll keep you guys posted about that one. 
It all comes down to being pregnant, though. It has definitely motivated me to make furthering my education a priority. Another priority that I've had this year has been slowing down. As I mentioned before, I tend to take on a lot of tasks at once. But throughout my pregnancy, I've truly learned what it is to slow down, to put my needs first, and to say no when I really don't need to be involved if somebody else can help carry the load, which for people pleasers, that can be very challenging because you can sometimes feel like you're not stepping up to the plate or showing up when you need to show up. But I can say that having boundaries and seeking to have some sort of balance. Obviously, balance doesn't look the same for everybody because everyone's responsibilities, commitments, passions, and family dynamic looks different. But it really takes a lot of reflection and self-awareness to know what balance is for you. And I definitely have taken the time to do that and to reflect and to see where I've where I can take it down a notch and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I have church commitments, family commitments, uh, commitments to other thing, other minor tasks as well that add up and that's the dangerous part is sometimes I take on little things thinking it's not going to take on take up too much time, but I forget to consider the other small commitments that I've already committed to. So that's what gets me in trouble. If you're the same way, make sure you have a running list of your commitments that you can refer to and reflect on so that way you can keep yourself grounded and know that there's already already more than enough things on your plate. But between navigating morning sickness and school, my pregnancy definitely flew by. Now I find myself about five weeks away from meeting my baby girl, and I'm just so excited to become a mom. It's something that I've dreamt about since I was a little girl. I know I'm going to do great things because of her, and I'm looking forward to starting a new season of Heart on the Mic at the same time as I step into motherhood. It truly has such a deeper meaning to me because... I know that motherhood is going to change me for the good and while keeping on course with this podcast, I know it's definitely going to be navigating into a a little bit of a different direction because I'm in such a precious season in life. Motherhood is just such a beautiful thing and I know I'm going to be on here sharing quite a few things with you guys. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm just excited for that journey and I hope you guys are too. Recording the trailer, updating the cover art, working on a website, and just the background tasks that I have been doing for Heart on the Mic have been things that feel so right doing and bring me so much joy. Um, So I know this podcast is, is meant to be and I know that God leads me as I record these episodes as much as I sometimes feel like I'm not talking about much, but I know I'm doing something that I'm passionate about and that is more than enough because we have to remember to prioritize our desires even if it feels like it's 
a hobby or whatever it may be. Cool. My podcast is my hobby. So what? I should be proud to say that. And I am proud to say that because I love what I do. So remember to prioritize your heart's desires, whatever it may be, reading that book, taking that daily walk, going for that run, meeting up with that friend, the list goes on, whatever it is that makes you feel fulfilled and that makes you happy and refreshes you, stop putting it on the back burner, stop saying it's not important enough and just do it and focus on making it a part of your daily routine or a part of a routine in general, even if it's something you do once a week or once every two weeks or whatever that may look like. Having those refreshers really makes the difference and puts us in a good headspace. And remember that it's okay to step into things even when timing doesn't feel perfect. Talking about all this school stuff, if I think back into May and June, I felt so unprepared and uncertain when it came to signing up for school as much as I wanted to go. I was just freshly done with my morning sickness and I knew that it was going to be a lot to take on being pregnant and going to school and working at the same time but I was determined and I got it done and it didn't feel like the perfect timing but I knew it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up and that I had the time to get it done so when you have the opportunity and the time to do whatever it is that you want to do even if it doesn't feel perfect or it's scary or overwhelming, still take the steps, even if it's baby steps, if it's one class instead of two or whatever it looks like for you, it's okay. Me passing my class with the A is proof that even though timing didn't feel perfect, that was just my self-doubt and fear that was trying to navigate me at that time. At this point, my heart is just full of gratitude. I'm grateful to be in the place that I am right now in my pregnancy, in my life. And just instead of being fixed on scarcity or focused on the things that I don't have or that I haven't accomplished or that I've been neglecting to do, I choose to focus on the progress I'm making and the steps that I'm taking to go into the right direction, even if it's slower than I've hoped and planned. Nevertheless, I'm still doing what I need to do to get it done. So I hope you do the same for yourself. Back in June, I did a poll on Instagram and I asked the followers to submit any questions that they had related to my pregnancy I did record that episode right away after I asked for the questions, but I never dropped it because I wanted to launch season one. I even recorded episode one months ago, but I recently listened to it and I felt like I've grown since then. So that's why I'm here re-recording episode one because I just wanted to take a different approach So please be sure to tune in. I'm dropping that bonus episode because I apologize for dropping this first episode later than I have promised. So I'm giving you that bonus episode this week. It will be available on Friday. So I hope you enjoy that. 
As this episode comes to an end, I would like to remind you to please rate and review Heart on the Mic if you enjoy listening so that way other people are able to find us who don't know about Heart on the Mic yet. As for now, that's a wrap and we'll chat next week. Thank you.